the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Thankful. Informative. Irreverent. We're ready. 1220 KDOW presents Rob Black and Your Money. Your source for breaking news, market updates, and successful investment strategies for the 21st century. Sounds like a great program. Getting you to retirement in today's market. So let's get on with the show. Taxes, family finance, insurance, the economy, technology, media, and entertainment. Rob is talking about it with you at 800-516-1220. So call in. We'll chat and uh, have some fun. Now to start your day with the latest news and market commentary. Here's Rob Black on the Bay Area's business leader, 1220 KDOW. Welcome in. Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial. Money, investing, stocks, bonds, real estate. Invest in your 20s, invest in your 30s, invest in your 40s. How much is enough? Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. I tend to like to start the show with a little bit of kind of money 101 conversation. Sometimes I talk about the best case scenario. Sometimes I talk about the worst case scenario. Sometimes I talk about the economy. There's no major economic earnings. There's no big political news yesterday. There was nothing that caused the markets to pull back like they did. People are at this point in time, you know, the debt ceiling was all you really have to worry about. That seems to be the issue. Valuations on the Wall Street, not so bad. Asia's improving. No, wait, valuations on Wall Street, pretty good. Pretty cheap. Valuations, uh, in theory, we can only go so low. So unless there's sometimes like a deteriorating environment, which for the last 10 years people have been predicting and it hasn't happened. Trading was slow enough yesterday that, you know, you start looking like, hey, let's double-check China, make sure that everything's okay there. Let's double-check Europe, make sure nothing bad's happening on the map there. So the only thing I can come up with is that there's a big, 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 big asteroid, asteroid DA-14, 2012. It's going to be passing very, very near Earth. 21,000 miles from Earth. The moon's 240,000 miles away. A lot of GPS satellites are 26,000 miles away. So 21,000 miles is pretty darn close. It'll come within orbits of satellites. NASA assures everyone that this will not strike the Earth. But that's the only thing I can find that we should really be worried about. Wall Street's okay. It's not, I'm not going to say it's epic, because then you'll think I'm crazy. But you get the idea. There's not terror going on out there. Alcoa today higher, largest U.S. aluminum producer set to record their strongest annual earnings growth in three years. Yum Brands, a little bit lower today. 
E of the Taco Hell, I mean Taco Bell and KFC fast food experiences. And when I say experiences, I mean experiences. They're down 5% today. Same source sales fell more than projected in China. It's probably going to be a quarter or two problem. There was a government probe into one of their suppliers. Keep in mind, this was a former supplier. Bacterial levels were too high in some of the chickens. And China's famous for, like, chopping up plastic and putting it in baby formula and, like, lead in baby formula. Like, China's famous for serving their own people horrible stuff. And that's the problem. That's the big problem that we see right now with uh, Yum! Brands is that for all the positives that an American restaurateur has, China can instantly say, you know what? We're doing a little probe into your, uh, your actions. Next thing you know, American food quality is viewed as similar to Chinese food quality. Flames rose about two feet high today in an avionics bay in a Boeing 787. I'm not going to say it's the cursed jet, but it, 787 Dreamliners having a lot of problems. Now, this is a situation where it was a battery from ground power and nothing to do with air. But that freaks people out. You are freaking me out. Samsung Electronics, the world's largest maker of mobile phones and TVs, reported higher than expected fourth quarter earnings. Sales of Galaxy smartphones, Apple's iPhone 5, Samsung sold about 62 million smartphones, Apple about 45 million. They're going to have to keep their game on, though. Game on. Why do I say they have to keep their game on? Because I like saying game on. AJ McCarron, poor dude. They show his girlfriend last night in the stands, and basically he... She went from 200 followers to over 100,000 Twitter followers. And Musburger, he's been lusting after college girls for about 40 years now. He's 50 years older than her. Um, he just was drooling. He was drooling on her on the on camera. Like she was the best part of the game last night. So Catherine Webb, um, all sorts of athletes start asking her out, and poor AJ McCarron. He's like, uh, he fires back at the different players, like, you need to win more games before she's interested in a guy like you. You need to be worried about the playoffs and then doing, you know, new women. Like, I don't know, go look her up. Um, she works at Chick-fil-A, which I just like saying she works at Chick-fil-A. Like, if this isn't the story of a pretty woman, I know you're saying, Rob, you're starting to sound a little creepy. Maybe I am. Maybe I am. Former Miss Alabama. She enjoys playing paintball. She graduated Alabama's rival, Auburn, in 2011, so she stayed in a younger man. Tried for Miss George in 2007 and lost. She jumps from George to Alabama. Did she go to a state with more teeth or less teeth? That's a big question. Did you get your calls in the air today? It's 800-516-1220. We haven't had calls in a while. I'm assuming I should just cancel the call portion of the show. Maybe. Good idea? Bad idea. Um, let's see. Things are cooling off a little bit. I think that's fair to say. 
Alcoa kicks things off tonight for earnings. Monsanto, great earnings. I like Monsanto as a company for a long-term patient investor. I've got a really shady lawn, and I could buy some new seeds that work like almost in dark. I love green, green grass. And by grass, I'm not meaning the thing you puff on. But um, Monsanto makes seeds. And you keep hearing about how hot the summer was or how cold the winter was. Maybe how cold the spring will be, how cold the fall will be, how hot the spring will be. So we need different types of seeds more so than ever. And some people don't like that. Genetically modified seeds freak people out. But Monsanto is going to play under that. Cypress Semiconductor's warning for a fourth quarter was tied to weaker than expected demand. GameStop said their fourth quarter earnings are on the low end of their guidance range due to a decline in store traffic. I don't understand the hard retailer that sells video games anymore. You can download almost anything you want. You can pre-download it, activate it at midnight when it comes out. I'm not saying GameStop goes away of the Dodo Bird, but GameStop may go the way of the Dodo Bird. Um, unemployment rate in the Eurozone hit a record high, 11.8%. European markets took that in stride. AIG is considering suing the government. Governor, uh, AIG is considering... Consul- that's easy for me to say. AIG is considering suing the government for owner's terms it imposed when it bailed out the company during the financial crisis. So, not going to editorialize much today. i just give you some cold, hard facts. Just facts, ma'am. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on there. My Twitter handle is Rob Black Show. My YouTube channel is Rob Black Show. Take a quick look. We got the SP 500 down five, Dow down 38, Nasdaq down seven. I'm Rob Black. AM 1220 KDOW traffic. This Bay Area update is brought to you by Garmin. We're still looking at a traffic advisory, which has been issued for the drive across the Nimitz Freeway, 880 northbound right at High Street. CHP's been working to clear a stalled bus that's been blocking the two right lanes for some time now. Traffic has been backed up solid from Davis Street. You can use westbound 580, which is really your best alternate and looking pretty good right now as you make the drive. We are looking at delays right now for the drive in Petaluma, southbound 101 from East Washington Street out towards Castania Road. Westbound 80 still pretty heavy from the foot of the maze out towards the Bay Bridge Toll Plaza. Traffic is looking good once you make the drive going across the span heading into San Francisco. Bart, Ace, Muni, they're on time. Hate traffic. Don't be a hater. Get a Garmin movie with subscription-free HD digital traffic and avoid it with updates as often as every 30 seconds. Drive with Garmin, the most trusted name in GPS. For more traffic information, log on to Sigalert.com. I'm Karina Velasquez with your Bay Area Traffic. Author Devin Olton on Executive Level Mentality. Executive Level Mentality. You're listening to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220 KDOW and iHeart Radio Station. Atlanta Thompson, seven year old. She can buy all the go-go juice she wants when Here Comes Honey Boo Boo, reality star, turns 21 years old. Her mama, Mama June, is actually pretty financially savvy. She's putting all the earnings from the TLC show, 
here comes Honey Boo Boo, into individual, tr- individual trust funds for her four children. They will have access to it once they turn 21. This brings up a big question of when should you get access to it? How about 25 after you graduate college or 30 after you get married? 21 basically says, okay, you got some money coming to you. Maybe you don't need to go to college. Family earns about $15,000, $20,000 an episode right now, so that's going to be about $36,000 per season. It's nice to see the mother doing the right thing. At least her kids won't drive around with a Mercedes or BMW at age 12, 13, get into drug problems at age 14. At least they're going to have to wait until 21. I like it. I know you're going to say, I never thought you'd say anything positive about Honey Boo Boo. I said something positive about Honey Boo Boo. So those of you who don't think I like Honey Boo Boo, back off. I love Honey Boo Boo. SP 500 down 5, Dow down 38, NASDAQ down 7. Joining me now, CFP Chad Burton. I always, always endorse sending your kids to college if you can. And think about sending your kids to college the day they're born because it's expensive. That's all I know. That's, I don't go much further than that. What do we need to know about college costs, Chad? Well, you know, one thing, it's a serious problem in this country because of long-term ability to be competitive. Right now, it costs almost thirty grand a year for tuition, books, room, and board at a UC college, Rob. Thirty grand a year. So that means right now it's 120 grand for a four-year degree, and if we're seeing continued costs of college inflating at about six percent or so, that means by the time your you know newborn is 18, a UC college could cost 340 thousand dollars. So that means you'd have to save about 800 per month from the day the kid's born at seven percent, and that's very very difficult to do for most families. That's pretty it's insane. Almost- for most families, right? So if you haven't started saving by age six, you're already, what, $4,800, $5,000 behind? Plus, plus some compound interest, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's – do what I do. You know, if you have a child, you know, uh, staple his right arm to his body so he develops a good left and, and make him a pitcher. That's, I mean, that's my only hope. <laughs> that's good. What if he wants to be a swimmer? Then he's just going to swim in circles. <laughs> wrong on so many levels. <laughs> <laughs> you over over strengthen the left arm. It's not my fault. Yeah. Anyway, so the, the issue is that you really got to focus on saving for yourself first. Don't let Wall Street products, including 529 plans or people that try to sell insurance for college planning, to, to fool you into you know scare you into saving for your kid and not for yourself. You got to do it for yourself first. Yeah. Because you know I worked my way through college. It's possible to do it. You can go through a you know community college for the first couple of years and then graduate somewhere else later there's going to be other options out there um and it's funny that you mention that because you know i'm kind of a food snob and i'm kind of a hotel snob i'm also kind of a college snob like i wouldn't want my kid to go to a uc school like nothing against people that go to uc schools but they use their diplomas for like parking you know handicap parking like uc schools aren't that great i'm an east coast college kind of snob and that's the that's the fear. I mean, what if you you know save three hundred and forty thousand dollars and your your kid gets a degree in philosophy? I mean, you know, how, <laughs> it's brutal, isn't it? And put them in an orphanage. <laughs> Twenty one years old, you're going to the orphanage. Not at that age. They're still going to be on your health insurance plan too. So watch out. But so health insurance issues. What's that all about? Well, I mean, under Affordable Care Act, you know, depending on what happens, the, the you know kids can stay on your health insurance plan until age 26 if they're dependent. What else do we need to know about these 
how shall we say, buckets of disease that we call children. They cost <laughs> us a lot of money for college. They cost us a lot of money for health insurance. What other good news you got for me? Too. Oh, my gosh. I mean, realize the cost of having children before you have them. Um, well, first of all, let's say you've become on track. You're on track. Let's say you have children. You're on track for retirement, which means you've always been saving, you know, up to 12 to 15% of pay from the day you started working. Okay. You have extra money. You can put that money to work in 529 plants as long as the kids are younger um, and you have excess income and you don't think you're going to qualify for financial aid. Put it in the 529 plans. Um, that's where you put the money in. It grows tax-free as long as it's used for education. Now, if the kid isn't the right kid to go to college and you want to name a different kid or a different family member, you can totally do that without any tax penalties. Now, I, I don't pretend to be an expert in college aid in any way, shape, or form. Do you play one on television, though? Not at all. Not even on radio. Yeah, I do wealth management and retirement planning. Um, but you really need to focus on, especially if the kid's older, before you start saving money and funneling money to different areas, is to get to know scholarships options that are out there, financial aid options, and you even compare 529 plans. So a couple of good websites for you. Finaid.org, so F-I-N-A-I-D.org. You can learn a lot about financial aid there. Um, collegeboard.com, they have also good financial aid info and college search info and other kind of, you know, mentorship about college. They actually have an office in San Jose, I, was, I just realized now. So collegeboard.com. Collegeexpress.com is also an okay site. It helps people search for scholarships. Um, you know, if kids need to know how important it is for them to get through college, they'll do some extra work to get some scholarships. If, you know, you assign that to them as a parent. Um, and don't forget, too, if you're going to do a 529 plan and you want some free money, people still forget about youpromise.com. It's out there, and that's the letter youpromise.com. You can sign up all of your credit cards. You can have family members sign up their credit cards, and you get you know cash back on normal spending that you already do that on a quarterly basis will get transferred into the 529 plan that you set up. And it's got to be a 529 plan that works with the program, like with Vanguard. Yeah. Um, but it's ways to get free money for a situation that's really unreachable right now for a lot of families. And so the more you do and the smarter you go about it in terms of getting free money, in terms of learning about scholarships and financial aid, the better off you're going to be. But if your kid's like, you know, 12 years old and all of a sudden you're panicking and putting money into a college fund, you might be better off socking that money into a 401k or paying down a home equity line of credit in order to qualify for financial aid. I don't know. You've got to go through those websites, run some scenarios, and it can tell you what you're going to qualify for financial aid-wise. It's, it's pretty important to realize that. Good stuff. Anything else that we need to know, Mr. Burton? Um, no. It's just, you know, look for – there's also lots of reports out there, and I wish I had an example of one off the top of my head to give you, but uh, return on equity on different colleges – um, basically return on your investment, rather. Uh, which colleges give people the best results in terms of jobs later on? And don't be afraid to send the community college first two years and then get a degree from somewhere nice later. Living the dream. Living the dream with Chad Burton. You can find him online at newfocusfinancial.com. It's newfocusfinancial.com. And I'm Rob Black. You can find me Twitter. 
Rob Black Show. Twitter, Rob Black Show is my handle. YouTube, Rob Black Show. YouTube, Rob Black Show. Drop me an email, Rob at robblack.com. It's Rob at robblack.com. Anything that you want to talk about, we could talk about. We could talk about holiday hiring up 10%. Noise requirements proposed for hybrid and electrical vehicles. I like that concept. Lord knows, anytime I drive a hybrid, I feel like I'm sneaking up on homeless people. And it makes me feel odd that I enjoy it. 800-516-1220 to get your calls out. I'm Rob Black. You're Rob Black, your money for the Wall Street Business Network. You're listening to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW and iHeart Radio Station. Welcome back in. Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. I try to spot trends for you as best as I can. Whether it be after seven straight years of falling returns driven by the collapse of DVD sales, Americans in 2012 finally spent more at home watching movies than they did the previous year. Talk about $18 billion. Business is stabilizing. It's not exactly booming, but it's stabilizing after years and years and years of decline. Dropping from $22 billion at about $18 billion from 2004 to 2011. It indicates digital strategies are starting to pay off. There's so many digital strategies out there, whether it be Blockbuster On Demand, Time Warner Cable, Roku, Walmart's Voodoo, Netflix. Consumers are choosing different ways to watch product at historic, epic type of proportions. Whether it's watching it on an iPad or your phone or your computer or streaming it to your TV or streaming it to your Roku. You know, Redbox, I'm not going to say they came and went, but, uh, I, you know, Redbox is owned by a company called Coinstar. And it was fun to go to CVS and get a movie. You'd have a date or you'd have something like that and... You know, Sugarbug would say, pick up a movie for the kids. And the idea was, okay, I'm going to go get Pixar's newest film for a dollar on DVD. That almost seems old and quaint now, DVDs, right? Now, again, I'm not saying if you have a DVD player, you're ghetto, you're white trash. I'm not saying back to the, the Ice Age with you, away dinosaur, be gone. But DVDs feel old. Coinstar can't beat Netflix. No way. So would I own Coinstar? Yeah, you know, the, the kiosk business model is kind of cool. And I get it. And they, they dominate the kiosk business model. Maybe I tried to trade it one last time. But I think there's a big shift going on, digitally speaking, that I don't want to own for the long term this stock. And that brings up the next question. Some stocks aren't meant to be owned. Some stocks are meant to be rented. You know that, right? I could throw down names of stocks right now that I would own, not until the day I die, but a really, really long time. You know, one that I've been talking about five-plus years, Visa, since they've been a publicly traded company. IBM, Disney, Nike, McDonald's, Starbucks. Yeah, there was a moment where I got scared on Starbucks, absolutely. Verizon, Exxon Mobil, 
Union Pacific. Choo-choo! Sometimes great names get into trouble. You know, Intel still has a rocking dividend, but they're feeling the heat right now from the switch of PCs and desktops and laptops to tablets and phones. Caterpillar feels the heat sometimes from the strong dollar or weak dollars. Caterpillar sometimes feels the heat from, you know, what's happening in Asia, what's not happening in Asia. PepsiCo, great company for the long-term patient investor. Who the heck knows what it is in the short term? It's a worldwide play, and the world sometimes feels like it's in calamity. You take a look at the last five years of PepsiCo. It hasn't been glorious, but it has paid a 3% dividend yield, which if you've had your money in the bank for the last five years versus your money in PepsiCo for the last five years, you've done much better in PepsiCo. So it's all relative, right? It's how you look at things. I don't know. I look at companies like Dish Networks and I see them in trouble. I think Dish and Echostar or DirecTV, the two of them are going to have to merge. I think there's a play for them, but I think people want more. Taylor Swift and Harry Styles broke up after a blowout in the British Virgin Islands. 23-year-old woman dating an 18-year-old man. There's something just really off about her, which I find to be very attractive. But there's something really off about her. She dates age inappropriately. Either way too old or way too young. Way too public. So and then she's got those beady eyes that I love. So she's back on the market. And what can only be referred to as really? Al Roker admitted his most embarrassing moment in life was that he pooped his pants. But making it even better, at the White House. Now, wait, wait, wait. Giving it some color? I know you're saying, not texture, please. Uh, Gastric bypass operation. He was fat. He thought he was going to do a little toot. Nope. Threw out a little bit more than that. Went to the restroom, threw away his underwear. We are a changing society. We are a society that's, I think we're eventually going to get healthier. Medicare expenses are skyrocketing. Um, I've got a family member on Medicare who's like, let me know if you ever need some Viagra. I'm like, that's not the point of Medicare. You're not supposed to be buying family members' pills. Oh, I can get you some Clonopin. I'm like, what's that? No, 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 I don't need that. Like, you need Xanax, I can get you Xanax. Like, our senior citizens are becoming drug pushers of government-subsidized pills. Okay, now here, I'm going to make men feel bad who are meat eaters. I know you're saying, okay, how does this go into Al Roker? I think he does. We as a society are trying to get thinner, and we're doing gastric bypass surgery. We're taking um, more and more pills to fight fat, which is a great 
investment in theory. Vivas has a big fat fighting pill that has basically doubled in sales in two months. But you lose 30 minutes of your life for every steak that you eat. Wow. It's referred to as a micro-life. Part of my goal on the show is to get you to retirement. Part of my goal is to get you to retirement. And if you don't have enough money, say be healthy, lose weight. Get that gastric bypass surgery. Smoking, drinking, eating fruits, eating veggies changes your life expectancy. Smoking 15 to 24 cigarettes per day kills five hours of life per day. Drinking one drink equals 30 extra minutes of life a day. Any further drinks cost you 15 minutes. One drink, okay, cuts your blood pressure. Four drinks cut your life by one hour. Being 11 pounds overweight equals a loss of 30 minutes of life per day. So every day you're 11 pounds overweight, you lose 30 minutes of your life. And again, maybe you're going to want to be like watching that final sunset and you don't make it. You're 30 minutes short because one day of being overweight, two hours watching TV equals a decline in your life. Three ounces of red meat. Three ounces of red meat. It's a tasty way to cost yourself 30 minutes of life. Eating five servings of fruits and vegetables equals two hours of lifespan extended. Two to three cups of coffee gets you an extra half hour of life. Every 20 minutes of moderate exercise per day gets you one hour of extra life. Every 40 minutes thereafter gets you only 30 minutes. So the first 20 minutes gets you an hour. The next 40 minutes only gets you 30 minutes. So please consider this year eating less red meat. And I understand you are not giving me diet advice. Oh, yes, I am. And for those of you who want to experience beer goggles for the first time in life, maybe you wait till after the Super Bowl because Anheuser-Busch InBev is going to serve up new brew to Super Bowl viewers. The beer giant's going to tout its new Budweiser Black Crown brand during Super Bowl XLVII. The beer is going to go on sale January 21st. So maybe get a 12-pack. Boom. You'll enjoy the game with Black Crown Budweiser beer goggles. And you'll see Beyonce at halftime doing her Beyonce thing, and you'll go, hmm, I think I need an adult diaper because I don't want to leave the room. Another great use for adult diapers, I was at the killer show, had to go to the bathroom, got separated from friends. Oh, had I only had remembered my adult diaper. Super Bowl really is the ideal venue to launch something new. 110 million people are engaged in the commercial ads. The new beer is a golden amber lager. It's a little bit dark and a little bit more flavorful than the water that Budweiser typically serves. 6% alcohol by volume. It's a little bit stronger than the typical 5%. It's also 15% more expensive. It's all about product. Whether you're buying an iPhone 5 as your investment thesis in Apple, whether you're buying the Bud Light Lime Lime Rita as your investment into alcohol and sin, whether you're going after Qualcomm's new Snapdragon chips, woo, they're in a lot of cool product. 
You'll figure it out. You listen to me, Roberto Negro. Roberto Negro y Doleros on the Wall Street Business Network. KDOW traffic. This PD group, I would say it's up of 0.5%. You're listening to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220 KDOW and iHeart Radio Station. Welcome back again, Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial, money, investing, and much, much more. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about. I stand by that. I hope I'm true to my word that I will always do whatever I can to find information for you that's useful. For instance, Bill Gates. He's investing in a cancer DNA sequencing firm. He's one of those people that's easy to hate back when he was in business, but he's easy to love now that he's out of business. Um, Microsoft, you know, they did a lot of good early on, and then they did a lot of copying late. And they haven't been really able to innovate their way out of much. I've used Windows 8, and I find it miserable. I haven't used it on a phone, but I've used it on a computer, and I find it miserable. With that said, that was one of the powers and magical things about using Windows products is everyone knew how to use them. Now, with the halo effect of the iPod, with the iPhone, the iPad, is people are getting more and more comfortable using typing applications for Apple. The problem with Apple is that their services stink. Their maps were the first to really show that they're really inadequate. They're way behind Amazon, and they're way behind Google. They need to change that this year. They're going to sell a heck of a lot of iPhones this year. But if they don't improve their services, it'll be the last year that I say Apple's going to sell a heck of a lot. I've been sticking with my Google Android phone for four years now because I love their Google Maps. And it just goes to say that they were extremely... Again, if you even look at some of the applications for Apple, like their calendar, and you go to the Apple iTunes store, there's better calendars. They're not best of the breed anymore. They, they have mind share right now. I own shares of Apple. But sometimes things change. Advances in understanding the human genome are having a dramatic impact on almost every area of medicine right now. And I think I'm going to one day sit back, crack a beer, and tip it towards Bill Gates. Um, the power of genomic data is something that he believes in. He's throwing big money at it. He's the world's second richest man. He's investing in a company called Foundation Medicine, which is a private company, but they sell $5,800 diagnostic tests that use DNA sequencing to help doctors guess which cancer drugs would be helpful in fighting a particular patient's tumor. When the day comes that I'm diagnosed with cancer, I'm going to spend a lot more money on fighting cancer than I am on telecom and video services and anything else in my life. Healthcare is not going away. In fact, we're seeing startling rises in costs every year for the last 15 years that I can remember doing financial reporting. 
Another investor who threw money into it was Facebook billionaire Yuri Milner. He also recently invested in the personal genomics company 23andMe, which was, I think, co-founded by Google's, one of Google's wives, where we have data inside our body that you can now do a, a personal home test for about $100. Go to 23andMe and find out. And like, you can find out if you might have a predisposition to cervical cancer. You can find out if you have a predisposition to breast cancer. And then you can take action to fight it or to stay on top of it. I think this is pretty cool. DNA sequencing technology is getting cheaper and more powerful at a rate that exceeds the famous Moore's Law that drives constant increases in microchips and power, computer power. It now costs as little as $1,000 to get a fairly accurate readout of the 6 billion letters of DNA code for any one person. Now, you can have a lot of information in the hands of you that's just not quite right. So yesterday, 23andMe nabs, you know, uh, that $99 price cut. For a night out of drinking, for a night out of partying, you can now have your own DNA tested and give you some feedback. And now, again, that feedback may not be helpful. It may be uh, misleading to you. Now, Foundation's test is roughly two-tenths of one percent of the whole genome, and it's a $6,000 test. A couple years from now, it's going to be a lot bigger part of the genome. Bill Gates will be known for many of his passions. Um, he once threw a big amount of money into a company called ICOS, which was sold to Eli Lilly. Investment in a Seattle cancer drug company called Corixa. Recently, it's been more in, you know, vaccination work. But I'm excited to see the DNA work. And again, in Japan, he's considered a hero. In the United States, he's considered the head of the evil empire. Depends on where you grew up, I guess. Each calls in the air. It's 800-516-1220. Next hour, I'm going to go over some stocks with big old fat dividends and plans to buy back shares. I'm going to tell you what's happening in the market and why. I'm going to go over the biggest mistakes people tend to make. Keep in mind, if you cut down your mistakes, you automatically are helping yourself out. Britt Musburger got called out on Twitter for his comments about A.J. McCarron's girlfriend last night. What's great about that is Twitter's story to me. Not old man lusting after young woman calling her a lovely lady, telling quarterbacks, you get all the good-looking young women, saying that if you're a youngster in Alabama, go throw the football in the backyard, see where it ends up with. Creepy, yes, absolutely. But the point being is Twitter's story. She went from a couple hundred followers to over 100,000. You can follow me on Twitter, Rob Black Show. Twitter, Rob Black Show. Keep in mind, Osama bin Laden, when he was killed, Twitter broke the story 20 minutes before world news organization CNN. Twitter's a powerful force in news. When they come public, I want you to remember that. I'm not saying jump on it. I'm saying think about it. 800-516-1220 to get your calls in there. Email me, rob at robblack.com. That's rob at robblack.com. Twitter handle, Rob Black Show. 
YouTube channel, Rob Black Show. We'll take a break here. They're right back. Welcome in. Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial, money, investing, and much, much more. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about. I kind of want to make this hour a fun hour. I'm not sure if I can pull that off. Anytime you have a market that is in earnings season, anytime you have a market that's starting to focus on, you know, when will the Fed raise interest rates, that, that would be a shift. And that would be a pretty big shift, right? Interest rates on the rise, when we move from interest rates of where we are currently, and again, the overnight lending at one quarter of a percent to zero percent, the 10-year treasury at 2%, when that starts to go higher, borrowing costs go higher, and that's when I think the economic expansion will face a challenge. I think housing will face a challenge because borrowing costs, when things are cheap, look, we don't even notice it, right? One of the areas that I want to get you better at is cutting down mistakes but also being aware of there's no shame in dividends. There's no shame in boring companies. But one of the mistakes I'd like to cut down on for you is not saving for retirement when you're employed. From doing this for almost 20 years, I can't tell you how many times people have come up to me and say, I wish I would have started earlier. I can't tell you how many times people have come up to me. I can think of Gabby. You know, she started 10 years ago, 11 years ago. Max out her 401k in good times and in bad times when she had jobs and when she didn't have jobs. And it's worth about $400,000 a day. Not saving for retirement when you're employed. Now, just because you're working like at a company like Visa or what's another good Bay Area example? Facebook, or maybe the stock's doing well for you, especially if you've got stock options. Don't get arrogant. Don't get cocky. It takes more than one stock to, to, to raise a village. I don't know what that means, but go with it. You should be saving for retirement whenever you're making money because there will be a time when you won't make money. Every dollar that I earn, part of it goes towards my non-working years. If your government, if your company doesn't offer a savings plan, a retirement savings plan, open an IRA, a Roth IRA, or a regular IRA based on your tax scenarios. If this is foreign language to you, go get a, a idiot's guide to money, idiot's guide to retirement. Start educating yourself. Choose the you know choose what works well for you. Another big money mistake that people make is not having a game plan for getting out of debt. I met a woman last year who uh, had a fiancé that got out of college for $30,000 of debt, got a great job at Cisco, and then racked up $30,000 of debt. He watched Jersey Shore, which should have been the sign to get rid of him. But through the first 15 years of his adult life, he had done nothing except for accumulate debt and watch Jersey Shore. She got rid of him. She 
she was the type who was looking for marriage. She was the type that was looking for security. And she realized it wasn't going to be him. So have a plan with your credit card debt. But there's another side of this story here that know that some people are looking for retirement and some people aren't. Make sure you're never spending more than you earn. Decide how much you're going to put towards your debt payments each month. Stick to it. Susie Orman's crazy when she says, choose the lower card because you'll feel psychologically empowered by paying off debt. No, choose the highest interest rate. Be a man, be a woman, tighten the belt, and go after the biggest one that you have to as far as interest rates go. The sooner you stop losing money, the better. The more you stop losing, the better. Know that minimum payments equals maximum payoff time. So if that means you have to give up restaurants or cigars or alcohol or dancing. You know that that woman I was telling you about earlier? Closet full of clothes. Clothes are expensive. For men, we tend to get caught up in sporting events. We tend to get caught up in not so much clothes, but like watches. I'm surprised the watch is still around with cell phone. Next thing is not doing the math before you take out student loans. Mamas, I think you're doing your kids a disservice if you let them go out and be an English major or a poetry major. I don't mind loans at 2 to 6% for high salary graduates. Anyone takes on a $100,000 loan now and pays 6.8% interest on it, it's going to be paying about $1,100 a month towards that loan for 10 years. That's straddling children with a massive amount of debt. Now, again, if your child wants to be a poetry major, that's great. But you know what? There's a good chance he's going to be living with you. As long as they know that, as long as you know that, I'm fine with it. To be or not to be. Another big money mistake is not having a budget. If you want to take control of your money, you need to know where it's going and plan in advance how to spend it. Need a budget that works for you. There's a 50, 20, 30 rule. 50% of your money goes to essential expenses like housing, transportation, utilities. 20% goes to saving for a house, saving for retirement, and paying off debt. 30% goes to travel, dining out, shopping. That's You can start there. Now, I can go off topic and tell you other things like that make people make huge mistakes on watching infomercials it stuns me at how many people watch infomercials and I probably get two or three emails a week from people who want to turn $10,000 into a million it doesn't work like that I hate loaded mutual funds. That's a mistake people make. The American funds, five, six, five and a half percent loads to buy. A lot of people go to LPL financials and they'll go to like these local mom and pops, Ameriprises, Scott Trade, which they're all good businesses, but they're not necessarily the best for you. I'd prefer you self-direct yourself at a TD Ameritrade. Fidelity or Vanguard. 
I'd prefer that you index invest. I'd prefer that you dollar cost average. I'd prefer that you use a 401k, 403b, or 457 first. The local stores, they have a lot of people who are trying to get commissions. And they're not qualified for financial planning. They're qualified for selling a product. What else do I have to throw out at you? Um, I hate old people because they don't pay income taxes. I kid about that. I hate annuities for old people. They're often oversold. They're often misleading. Someone will get out of the government and will get a lump sum pension, and they'll annuitize it. And you just made your LPL Financial or your Scott Trade broker, you just made them on a million... 9%, a 9% commission, you can see why they want to sell these things. Annuities through a company like Ameritas, no load, no fee. No load, low fee, excuse me. It's Rob Black, your money. On the- AM 1220 KDOW traffic. This Bay Area update is brought to you. You're listening to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220 KDOW and iHeart Radio Station. So a couple things that I'm talking about this hour. Mistakes that we make and things that I hate. I'm going to add in some stocks to look at. But in particular, I want to talk about mistakes that we make and things that I hate. Big money mistake is living paycheck to paycheck. You should have a small slush fund. A small slush fund should be like an emergency fund. It should protect you. Maybe it's a buffer between you and your emergency fund. Maybe your emergency fund's two to six months of income, depending on how long it'll take you to get another job. Because you never want to dip into your savings, whether you're saving for a house or saving for retirement. Those are two different things that you save for. Living paycheck to paycheck is a huge mistake. You need to build up a little extra cushion for that unexpected car repair, for that surprise doctor bill. We learned about, instead of deductibles, there's something called co-insurance. You're like, what? You know, insurance costs are going up, and your cost on insurance is going to go up, and either your employer is going to pass it on to you or your employer is going to earn less money. So I'm guessing they're going to pass it on to you. Only use your emergency money for true emergencies. True. It sounds like a lot of money to have sitting aside two to six months of income. But emergencies will happen. And the worst thing you can do is dip into it. Let's go to CFP Chad Burton. Let's welcome in CFP Chad Burton. He is the financial house planner of the show, Rob Black and Your Money. I think kind of you know some people have house bands. I've got a house planner, which is kind of nice to know. Um, let's talk estate planning tips. Uh, estate planning is clearly tied towards our elderly population. 
and estate planners are tips are typically tied to people with money, something they need to plan. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, first of all, when you're doing your estate plan, you need to review it carefully with the attorney every two years. The state tax laws are changing all the time. We I went from those five years. Uh, right now, it's every two because the state tax law is changing so drastically. So, for example, um, 2009, you could pass on well prior to to the Bush tax cuts, you could right. pass like $650,000 on your heirs without a big estate tax. Then it went up to a million, then two, then 2009 it was three and a half million. 2010 it went away and was replaced by a capital gains tax when you die. And then 2012, right now, it's five million bucks. And you can gift $5 million away while you're living. It used to be only a million. So like if you wanted to gift more than a million out of your state while you'd, you were alive, you'd have to pay you know 35% plus in gift taxes. Right. So now there's a huge gifting opportunity to gift stuff outside of your estate. But you've really got to do long-term financial planning projections. How much can you afford to gift? Who do you want to gift it to? How much control do you want to have after death? Uh, really work to figure out how to protect your children from lawsuits and divorce that they'll see in their future. Um, so the, the estate law is changing every year right now. So if you're not reviewing your trust and your, your wishes every two years with your attorney, um, you're doing yourself and your family a disservice, really. What was that mumbo-jumbo about protecting your kids from lawsuits after you die? Well, so if, you, if the kids get the money outright and it's part of their overall estate and they're sued for something, they could lose it in a lawsuit. Okay. Um, so let's say your kid's a contractor and you know, you're going to leave them money, but they're a contractor. So you know, if they do something wrong and the house burns down and they get sued... Yeah. then they could lose the assets. My kids won't be contractors. But if it's um, in, held in a trust that they can't you know, have 100% control of, it can be protected. Also, if you leave people money, right? If, you, if, if, if I was to inherit money from my parents, which they don't have any, so I won't. <laughs> if I was, though, and I put it into my joint account with a spouse, and then we get divorced, they get half because they've co- we've commingled the assets. Okay. But if they keep it in separate property, it's not pulled into the divorce at all. And uh, so most people aren't good at keeping property separate because a lot of times you get married, the first couple of years, everything's great, right? Absolutely. And you commingle stuff, and then all of a sudden half's gone 10 years later. So you have to keep it in separate property, um, but even better if it's held in trust for them to protect their lifestyle going forward. It's protected from lawsuits, divorce, and all that kind of good stuff. You know, I have a question for you. Is How much estate planning have you done? Because you're still relatively young. You probably mm-hmm. are going to work another 20-plus years minimum. You're going to accumulate a lot more wealth probably in your 50s and 60s. You know, after the kids are gone to college, it's a little snowball for you. Your company continues to grow each year. Um, how much estate planning have you actually done in, at this this stage of the game? A lot. I did a lot. Of, you know, even you know, my oldest is 12. So um, even back when he was 12, you still have to look at your gross value of your estate, right? Because first of all, probate is on the gross value of your estate. The probate costs, which are mandated costs, we have Michelle Lerman on here talking about this all the time, where even if, you're, if you, you have a million-dollar home and 30000 in your 401K, but your mortgage is 600000 so you think you're not worth that much, um, your, your gross estate is prior to your debts, and that's what probate is on. And so the first part of estate planning is protecting the cost of probate. Second is, you know, what happens to your kids and your kids' money? And so you've got to calculate your life insurance in there, too, as far as how much are my kids going to inherit? And would you want an 18- to 25-year-old inheriting a couple million dollars worth of life insurance? Heck no. Does a trust really save you that much money in probate? Because I hear Michelle oh, Lerman, yeah. she says, 
you know, you could pay me forty to sixty in probate, or you could pay me four thousand for a trust. Like, why is she telling people to do a trust when a probate would clearly make probate's more money? not fun? I okay. mean, it's 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 a lot of work. It's a lot of you know so court issues. All, all a will is, Rob, is yeah. a letter to the court on how you want your estate probated. Yeah. And so that means courts are getting fees, attorneys are getting fees, document filing fee. All this stuff happens that really adds up and. You know, when you have a trust, it's a much easier process to settle in the state. I've got a pretty funny will where if I die, I'm going to bequeath like a, a sack full of my toenails to Chad. Because I want the lawyer reading, Chad Burton, you have to come to my office. There's something in the will that Rob Black wants to give you. But you've left your instructions on your laser disc. <laughs> so laser nobody's going to be able to figure out what you want. Don't mock me my laser disc <laughs> and my Betamaxes. Um, but can you put in cool things like leaving Chad Burton a, a box of toenails? In a trust, you can, yeah, if you want to. But I mean, you've got to, you can be creative too. Where, let's say, you want your kids to be involved in the money management inside the trust, you can say, "Here's X number of dollars that you're going to get from 30 to 35." Um, by the way, though, if you put money into a retirement account, the trust will reimburse you for doing that. So that forces them to put money into a retirement account, invest it, and have a reason to get involved with saving. You see what I mean? So you can have that control and and uh, after you pass away, and that's that's. Really a good thing. I mean, you know, we're just in a generation where there's just not enough education in our schools for kids when it comes to money. Oh, yeah. I mean, do you remember if we, the, the most education I got was learning how to write a check in my freshman year in high school. That's it. I learned how to sew in high school. You're listening to Rob Black here, Money at CFP, Chad Burke, and you can find him at newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. And I'm Rob Black. You can find me at Twitter, Rob Black Show. Twitter, Rob Black Show. It's Rob Black, your money on the Wall Street Business Network. Twenty. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Welcome back again, Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black, talking money, investing, and much, much more. I try to talk trends, economic news, things that are important, things that are not important. This whole hour, I've kind of dedicated to mistakes that we make and things that I hate to see in the financial world. Some of them are a little lighthearted. Some of them are a little hardcore. You know, I last left off talking living paycheck to paycheck, not having enough emergency savings, huge mistakes. Some people email me and they're freaked out of their mind. They're like, they've got $25,000 in credit card debt, but they don't want to ruin their credit rating by going bankrupt. And I'm like, are you kidding? Like, you're never going to get out of that at your current income levels. You know, one thing about personal finance, and this is a personal finance show, it's getting your situation exactly to your liking. It takes time. You don't do it instantly. One of the things that you can do to help your children is open a bank account. A checking account, even, when they're two or three. Let them get into a Wells Fargo or Bank of America, an institution that will be on their credit report for years and years and years and years and years and years to come as a seasoned area where they've not drawn money. Now, again, that's silly, but it's simple. What you should look at is improving your credit cards, is pay your credit cards and other debt payments on time every month. Never miss a payment. Never, ever miss a mortgage payment. Use just 10 to 30% of the credit available to you. 
check your credit score and credit report three times a year, and dispute any mistakes that you see on it. You know, money mistakes are pretty easy to identify. Some things that you hate, that you should hate. I hate Jim Cramer. I know you're saying, I know you do. He's an entertainer who rarely admits when he's wrong, but he highlights his mistake. He's what I would refer to as the church of what's working now. He flip-flops his position, sometimes monthly, sometimes even weekly. He's even admitted that when he was a hedge fund manager, he'd call CNBC and lie. He manipulated staff there to get the results that he wanted. That's not someone who, how shall we say, has done well. There was a guy that I used to work with named Sebastian that he would whine and moan, and I hate whiners and moaners. He I don't have enough money. I can't make enough money. But he dressed real nice, and he had a $300, $400 iPhone and a $100 phone bill for the iPhone monthly. Those two things, those three things, cut back on the way you dress and cut back on your iPhone and your monthly bill. You're saving $6,000 a year. I'm going to be honest with you. There's going to come time when people are less tired of paying for the cutting-edge technology, where instead of going smaller and cooler and slankier, we go retro. You know, skirts. They start at the knees. They go a little bit higher on the thigh. They get a little bit too short. And they eventually go the other direction, back down to the knee. There's other things that change with time. Facial hair. It's an appropriate amount. What's not? Mustaches are in right now. Like, really? I'm not going to support that. Like, I'm too traditional. So sometimes being traditional in clothing will save you a lot of money. And again, the phones. I've cut down to the amount of people that I tweet, like, to almost nothing. I, I don't have friends, family. Like, people don't care about me. I hate baby boomers. They lived on debt and more debt. They took out money out of a home to buy cars, to go on vacations. Instead of living within their means like the hippies that they were in the 60s, free love, listening to music, they basically became uh, sellouts for materialism in the 90s. And a lot of them aren't going to retire because they thought their house was a piggy bank. Woe did they learn. I hate expensive weddings. Average wedding now costs $30,000. Remember the day forever. Don't pay for it forever. Couples should be putting that money into a nest egg. $30,000 in your 20s, $250,000 later in life for doing nothing other than putting it in a nest egg and saving. When I get invited to weddings, I basically place bets on how long I think the wedding is going to last. So I get put at the table. <laughs> Instantly, I start pulling in money. How long do you think it's going to last? Oh, I once saw a father of the bride in the kitchen, sweating profusely, trying to whip potatoes together. Like, the potatoes weren't that good. Elope. Take mom, dad with you. Hire a local college photographer. Get on a destination beach somewhere. Honeymoon, wedding, all same place, 10000 bucks. Whew, much better. And you can probably do it for as cheap as 4000 5000 on the high end, and you can probably do it as cheap as 2000 on the low end. 
I hate up years on the stock market. I love down years on the stock market. I'm young. Anytime there's an up year, I'm buying high. Anytime there's a down low year, I'm buying low. So I think it's absurd for me to say that out loud, but it's true. Credit card balance is over 8%. I hate you. I hate you with all my heart. No one should ever have to work that hard to pay back money they've they've borrowed. It's wrong. And yet most people carry credit cards at 12 to 18%. Visa's reporting all-time highs. MasterCard, all-time highs. Because more and more people are using their credit cards because money's kind of going the way of the dodo bird. But even more importantly, people are living off their credit cards. I hate people that use credit cards irresponsibly. Credit will ruin your life. I think it's important to have. I think it's important to know. But if you're buying groceries on credit cards and not paying it off on a monthly basis, you're in trouble. I hate Deepak Chopra. Why do I hate so much? Why do I hate Deepak Chopra? I hate self-help gurus that boil things down inanely. When I listen to Deepak Chopra, I feel like a mouse has crawled into my mouth and died. Got back up, vomited, and then died again. For six months, it's been in my mouth. Deepak Chopra, like, sells books. And again, if that's your thing, do it on a local level. Don't support a national author. Go find your own spiritual guru on a local level. When he goes, human beings are made of body, mind, and spirit. I'm like, no! Of these, spirit is primary, for it connects us to the source of everything. Oh my, like, what? Okay, I get that modern man has no heart. I get the Wizard of Oz was a study of, of 20th century, of men coming out of the Wizard of Oz. Of, you know, if I only had a brain and the courage that you need to have a heart. I understand that. Americans were incredibly smart and we've got incredible grinds. We were incredibly passionate and, and courageous. But the Wizard of Oz, we didn't have a heart. And a lot of the philosophers believed that in the earliest part, earliest part of the 20th century. But to buy a book for Deepak Chopra to tell me that I have to connect my spirit, uh-uh. And to pay for a seminar? Nope. Nope, 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 nope. I hate life insurance as an investment. Insurance is there for a worst-case scenario. Whole life, variable life, crap products. Oversold, high commissions, high fees. Terms the best way to go. In my opinion. What else do I hate? There's got to be more, right? Um... I hate parents who refer to their fat kids as big boned because you're putting a lot of stress on that kid. He's going to have diabetes. Likely. He's going to get teased. His self-image is going to be low. All because you can't have the discipline of, of keeping him maintained. I know you're saying, man, you're in a bad mood today. I'm really not. I'm just being honest. I hate politicians. Politicians will say anything to get reelected, and we as a society, we need to, to, at some point in time, acknowledge that. 
I hate life insurance on children. Children don't die. And again, if you live in the hood, yeah, maybe children die. So the baby Gerber food life insurance? Uh-uh. If you want to do something for their future, open them up uh, 529 college saving plans. Start funding that instead of the insurance. I hate condos, condos, and condos, and condos, and townhouses, except for in luxury areas. Because condos, 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 and townhouses all have homeowner association fees. Condos have no land. A million-dollar home in the Bay Area, in Seattle, it's $700,000 land and $300,000 of a house. Land is the important part of real estate. Location is the important part of real estate. HOAs always go higher. You'll never pay off that land. Never, ever, never. I hate fools. I pity the fool that think they can get over 15% in the stock market. I hate fools that are trying too hard to get too much too fast. The secret to getting wealthy is doing it over time. And when you're young, time is on your side. Let's take a break here. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. You're listening to Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black, talking to all things financial. I know sometimes I put my foot in my mouth, but I know at all times I'm working for you, trying to get you to understand things like Social Security. It's not going to be enough. Trying to get you to understand that, you know, if you have a child, you need to have an extra $250,000 to $500,000 allocated for your savings. They're expensive. They've got flus and diseases. Not diseases, but they've got flus and viruses. And they're expensive. Diapers ain't cheap. So you got to understand stocks, bonds, savings, personal savings, Social Security, 401Ks, things that you may not feel comfortable with. Some of the things I do is I try to get you freaked out by saying, okay, here's a mistake that people make. They'll co-sign a loan. I've seen it happen so many times. You co-sign a loan with someone with bad credit. You get them a car that they're going to make the payments on, but you're helping them out because they're your best friend, former lover, former wife. And suddenly your credit rating falls 200 points and you want to go refinance your mortgage. Good luck. A lot of people take on car payments that they really can't afford. I would really love to get a new car because I've been toted around two cars now that are too old for me. But I'm being patient about it. I'm making sure I get what I want, the payment that I want to get. If you buy a car, you also have to factor in gas and insurance. Your car is suddenly guzzling down more than a quarter of your budget. You can trade your car in for a less expensive model, of course. Swap a $20,000 vehicle for a $10,000 vehicle, and suddenly your car payment and everything else in your life is just happier. I've never been in a stoplight, looked over, saw a beautiful woman, and then looked, and it was in a, she was driving a 10-year-old VW, and go, oh, good God, she's nasty, horrible. Cover those teeth. They look like a rotting. Cars don't make a person. 
people make a person. So those of you who are like, you should drive a BMW. Look, you should drive a BMW when you're filthy rich and don't want to work anymore. You should not take money out of your house to buy a BMW. You should not take money out of your house to buy another house. Well, unless you think you can afford it. I tend to find that expensive cars, new cars, are for the wealthy or the poor. But for those of the middle class who are trying to do the best that they can, save as much as they can, they're mistakes. If you've got minor children, you should have a will or a trust in the state of California. To avoid probate, you should always have a trust if you have a home. You should have life insurance if you have a child. You should get at least 10 times your income for 20 years. And that covers your spouse. And if you have a child, 250000 until they're age 20. And it covers your kid. And if your kid's still living with you at age 20, either you're a loser or he's a loser. Now, I'm not saying that totally, honestly, 100% stand behind it, but kind of. You should have long-term disability insurance. It's a huge mistake that people make. If you endure any long-term illness, which is much more likely than you dying, it covers 60% of your normal salary, which is typically enough that would allow you to like, at least operate on your own. I know more people who have gone financially ruined because they didn't have disability insurance that I care to know. You should always have a plan. You shouldn't just go day to day. Hey, I'm young. I'm beautiful. I'm going day to day. So those are some of the mistakes. Now, let's talk about people that I hate. I hate people that try to use stock options, puts and calls. I've never met one person who could use a stock option correctly, who's an amateur, who doesn't work inside New York City or Chicago. I know a lot of people who got burned on options. I got a friend who, her broker, bought her the wrong stock options on Apple on the upside and bought the wrong stock options on the downside. Other people I hate, stock pickers versus asset allocators. Asset allocation, equity diversification, much more important than market timing or trying to be the perfect stock picker. I know I said I was going to get some stock picks this hour that I just didn't get to. I'll do it on another show. I hate people who are fearful of taxes. No, 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 not Texas, taxes. I don't like taxes, but to be honest with you, it means I I did something right. I hate people who don't play the lottery. I want you to play the lottery. The lottery pays for the school system. The lottery pays for a lot of positives in our economy. Odds are 6 million to 1. 7 times 7 million to 1. You're not going to win, but I want you to play it so I don't have to expect higher taxes coming down the road to pay for these items. Higher parcel taxes. Where mommies say, vote yes on higher parcel taxes so my baby can have a good school. When if you don't have a baby, what sense does that make? Well, it makes good sense, actually, for the community because higher school scores equals higher property values. So don't play the lottery. If you want to be financially smart, play the lottery if you want to help Rob Black out. I hate gold bugs. People who are convinced that gold is a great 
and Best Buy of all time. What good is gold going to do you if things get bad? Shotgun is important if things get bad. Gold coins have 30% markup to buy and to sell. If you really want exposure to gold, buy a gold miner or buy like a gold ETF, ticker symbol GLD. I hate bi-weekly mortgage payments, 13 payments a year. Why prepay? Why give the money to the bank? Save on interest, lose ability to earn income. Give the money to the bank, you lose to inflation every year. Hey, D-Walks. You're listening to Rob Black and Your Money on the Wall Street Business Network. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.